I've not had that much experience with sex. In fact, I've only had a few previous sexual partners, and the only one that mattered was my last boyfriend before moving to Miami. My first real kiss was with Johnny Lou when I was 12. I was the only girl in my class with enough boobs to wear a real bra. It didn't mean much to me back then, but I guess the boys were going crazy over my cleavage. Johnny's friends had dared him to kiss me on the lips for three seconds, and if he put a hand on my boob, he would win double. And so he had just walked up to me after recess and kissed me firmly on the lips while he counted out the time with the fingers of his right hand. At the last second, he put his left hand on my breast. I wonder how long he'd had to practice before he aced that move. The following day, he sent me a thank you card. Apparently, he'd won $20 in the dare. I still think he should have given me half, though. That was also the first time a guy had ever touched my breast. I remember liking it a lot. Then when I was 16, I started going steady with Frankie Sherman, and we used to make out in the back of his brother's truck. At first it was awkward, because he would slip his hand under my blouse and squeeze my nipples too hard, but we kept going. The fun part was trying to keep from getting caught. Two years later, we decided we were ready for sex. I was so nervous, I watched a few porn videos just to know how to act. When we finally did it, still in the back of his brother's truck, I made sure to moan and groan like the girls in the videos I had watched. But it was awful. I didn't enjoy it one bit. It was bumpy and uncomfortable and very painful. We tried it a few more times, but for me each time was as disappointing as the previous. Frankie seemed to be having a lot of fun, though. I guess all my moaning made him believe that he was a boss. Lastly, there was Alex Jensen. He was what one would call a very pleasant underachiever. He had a steady job at the Carnegie Stout Public Library, and his greatest ambition was to stay exactly where he was for the rest of his life. He never understood why I wanted to leave and become a chef, of all things. When I got accepted into the pastry chef program at L'Academie Gastronome, we had finally had that talk. It was long overdue by then. I can't understand why you have to go. Miami is very far away, he whined like a five-year-old. Because it's my dream, Al. I want to work as a pastry chef at the best restaurants and maybe one day open my own place. But you don't need some fancy degree to cook. Look at Alice Biggs. She can barely read and everybody loves her cooking. And no fancy restaurant can come near her apple pie. Al, I don't just want to cook. I want to create. I want renowned critics to taste my cuisine and write amazing reports. I want them to wonder how I could be so talented. I want to leave Dubuque and move on to bigger and better things. Why can't you understand that? Because I feel like you're moving on without me. Where do I fit in that plan, Kellyanne? You can come with me, Al, but I'm not planning to stay here. I need more. Aren't I enough for you? He asked with tears in his eyes. He was such a sweet guy, but he lacked drive and ambition. I didn't want to end up here stuck raising babies in my early twenties like a prisoner. That night, we broke up. And by the following afternoon, Al was already dating Julie Morgan. 
So much for love and devotion. Besides, the sex hadn't been that great.